Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. All right, walk me through it. Explain it to me. I don't ever complain about growth in Indianapolis. I like it. I, I'm I'm a fan of it. And then some things happen, and I say, how? And then as I think about it, I say, I approve, but. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, this is a story out of the IBJ, the Indianapolis Business Journal. Mason King reporting. Landry's, which is a, a, a restaurant group, they are going to open a Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse at 14 West Maryland Street. That's where Red Steakhouse used to be. And then Red's uh, went, went out. I mean, building is, is just absolutely beautiful. And Del Frisco's, Del Frisco's is great. If you have not been at a Del Frisco's, there's, I mean, there's a great number of, of them. The, the the place is great. Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Dallas, Denver, Fort Worth, Houston, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York, Orlando, Philly, Pittsburgh, Plano, Texas, San Diego, and Washington D.C. Um, very very cool spot. You're coming to Indy now. One could argue, well, of course you're coming to Indy. The conventions are back. This is the convention city. You can capture a lot of business with an upscale steakhouse because that's what people want when they go to one of these conventions. The boss is going to buy dinner, and it's always a steak. And that's why you have Tony's, and of course St. Elmo's, and of course Harry and Izzy's. You see the growth of restaurants uh, there on on Mass Ave. Is Salt still just kicking ass and taking names. Uh, You've got what Cunningham Restaurant Group is doing all around the city. You want to take advantage of these things. You have this audience for a short amount of time, but you're able to really build out those check averages. You you go for it. You do it. You're not going to get an argument from me. This is unbelievable news. Never mind just being a steakhouse. Right, I forgot to mention Capitol Grill. Oh, I, I forgot to mention a bunch of others. My fault completely. You're talking about a name. Del Frisco's is a name. You might like it. You might not like it. You might have had a good experience, a bad experience. It's a name. It is a, a, a good name in steakhouses. Indianapolis, with its crime problems, with its murder rate, with its issues, you're opening up a steakhouse? That's what I think a person says in central Indiana. And the answer is Del Frisco's job is to grow. You grow in the areas where you get this massive uh, amount of people who are looking to spend this kind of money. That's convention business. You go to a convention town. So it makes sense. The problems of Indianapolis are still very, very real. 
It also goes to the idea of if you have to rent to a company the size of Landry's, well, I guess the smaller places are, you know, are, are you know what, out of luck. They're just not going to be able to have anybody because the smaller places aren't so much relying on the convention business. They're relying on the day-to-day, like, for example, lunch business, which, of course, is having serious issues because people aren't going downtown. The offices aren't coming back. We were discussing earlier the push to bring people back to the to downtowns and to offices. This is going to happen whether the employee likes it or not. And employees are going to have to make decisions. Are you going to go back to work or not? employers are finding that they aren't getting the productivity. And I would argue that they're right in the vast majority of cases. They're not getting the productivity. They're not getting it. So they need people back in the office so they can make sure that the people that they're paying are productive for the business that they're trying to grow. Without those people, these downtown eateries, the small ones really suffer whether it be, uh, uh, you know, George's uh, Pizza or whether it be The Block or, or, or a host of other places or any of these restaurants that want to have any level of lunch business, mind you. This is a really, really good development. But it also makes one wonder whether or not we can have the smaller places. If Indianapolis doesn't do more to encourage those kinds of things. And it also goes to setting up a a problem that we've been talking about here for a few years now. I don't think Indianapolis is wrong by saying we are a a city that built itself around conventions and we need to cater to this. I, I, I don't think that's wrong at all. If, if that statement was made by Joe Hogshead, I'd agree with that statement. Although I think the statements made from Joe Hogsett, uh, more, more often than not, uh, the statements made by Joe Hogsett, um, they sound a little bit more like this. Yeah, unless he's screaming about guns in some kind of ridiculous fashion, he doesn't say anything. Um, Indianapolis, I don't think, is doing a good enough job in being a destination for the people of Indiana. What are, what is it that someone with kids, what do they do here? Now you say to me, Spark on the Circle. Well, Spark on the Circle just started and Spark on the Circle is lovely. It is. I don't think it should be run by the city because the city can't run these things. You need more of these types of destinations. Why aren't we pushing for more museums downtown? I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not happy with the leadership of New Fields. I'm not happy with the way uh, they have decided that woke is their future. But they're the only museum. Why not more? Why isn't there more push for a sports museum downtown? Now, you can say to me, well, they're working on this, working on that. When do we get to it? What does it take to pull the plug? Give parents something to do with their kids for 90 minutes and then let them go to a restaurant that doesn't cost them $72 a plate, $72 a person. You need to have, you need to have some more offerings and a more balance uh, to the city. Now, 
I get that you're not going to be able to offer things at crazy discounts. You're not going to be able to do things like maybe you do in some outskirt suburb because, well, rents are more and therefore costs are more. I, I hear you. But Del Frisco's coming in is, in, in my view, an homage to uh, how well we're doing the convention side of things. And that should be cheered. But Del Frisco's coming in as a reminder of all the other places that aren't making it. It was Aubon Pond, and it was then it was a, some green salad place at the corner of Meridian and the Circle. Um, I don't know what it's going to be next. But how many more times can that place not work? How many more times? Has anything replaced Starbucks there on the Circle at Market? No? How about we go through a series of empty storefronts? Oh, no, no. Chick-fil-A is coming in. Oh, no, no. Taco Bell Cantina is coming in. That's what we are? That's the character of of Indianapolis? Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell? Not opposed to either one. I'm discussing something much different and much more core. We need to continue to diversify downtown so we not only get that convention business, we get the people who see Indianapolis as a place to utilize for their entertainment. It's only been a subject we've been discussing for years now. Maybe one day Indianapolis will go down that road.